kid. Ho, ho, ho! Come on! Come on up, come on up there! Ho, ho, ho! The store's closing. Come on. Listen, little boy, we've got a lot of people waiting here, so get going. What do you want for Christmas, little boy? <sighs> My mind had gone blank. Frantically, I tried to remember what it was I wanted. I was blowing it, blowing it. Come on, kid. How about a nice uh, football? 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 What's a football? Without conscious will, my voice squeaked out. Football. Okay, get him out of here. A football? Oh, no. Okay, what was I doing? Wake up, is. stupid. Wake up. No. No, no, I want an official red under cover, and I should you want to get rid of my lay rifle. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. I'm a big fan of that uh, penis beat drum sample in the background. <laughs> Isn't that fucking great? That's some uh, cold, cut, cold cut with some Christmas breaks for y'all. Nice, here we go. <laughs> ah, happy holidays, everyone. Hey, come on. It's a, spe- <laughs> it's a special day. Oh, Christmas. We're, oh, we're yeah. taking the war to the front lines on the sleepover. You know, last week I said that we should have a band called The War on Terror, but we should really have a band called The War on Christmas. Absolutely. It's Christmas morning, folks! Ho, ho, ho! uh, Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! I am at megamix.candycane. I am at slip with five icicles. I don't know. (laughs) Slip with five presents. That's right. There you go. And uh, (laughs) this is the mezzanine sleepover on a special Christmas morning, and we are bringing you a special, super awesome episode. One that is specifically for you, our listeners. This is our gift to you. Yes, we're doing a, a little segment that we are calling Ask M9S, which of course is our is our witty little uh, shortening of Mezzanine Sleepover. <laughs> or Mezzanine Sleepover, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's Christmas morning. And uh, we thought, what better way? I mean, you're, you're obviously... The, the, the true meaning of Christmas is getting uh, drunk and stoned with your friends and family. Yes. And uh, we're adding an, a new level to that and listening to the sleepover. Yes, and, uh, and getting your questions answered. Because all week long, so many questions. Like, and mostly DMs, which is weird. We didn't, we didn't want you to DM us. That's a little creepy, but people did. Yeah, and emails. Got a lot of emails. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you go and search for people asking us, like, publicly, uh, yeah. for some reason there may not be that many, but I can assure you, so many DMs yes. and so many emails. 
Yeah, it doesn't. It does not uh, do justice. If you just were to go on the twets and look, uh, it does not do justice the uh, response that we got to this when we said, "Ask us anything, and we will answer it." So, so it's Christmas. Uh, you're. I don't know what you're doing. You might be listening to this while you're opening presents with your kids, and you <laughs> might. You might be listening to this uh, in the car on the way to Granny's for some for some turkey and some stuffing. You may be listening to this with a with a with a hot mug of cocoa in front of the fire. I don't know. But let's just get right into the questions. What do you think, Slipman? Yeah, and so we whittled it down. I only have about four or five questions that I that, – because I was just like, there's there's just too many. So I picked four or five. Yeah, I got about four or five as well that I selected. I, I mean, and uh, you know, we'll, and we, we're going to answer them. We'll do these shows again in the future. So for those of you that didn't get your questions in, we promise one day. Oh, perfect. And you know, a promise on the sleepover is as good as gold. <laughs> so I'm going to kick it off right away. Okay, sounds good. Uh, this is from uh, at JR Stash. Nice. Uh, he asks, Hey, fellas. First of all, I have to say, 116 episodes. Can you believe it? <laughs> you know, I can't. <laughs> I can't either. Anyway, I saw The Last Jedi this weekend, but wanted to wait to hear your thoughts on it before I formulated my own opinion. <laughs> Can you share? Uh, I, I guess, and he wrote this question, of course, a week ago, because The Last Jedi, yes. of course, came out last weekend, not this weekend when we're recording. Yes, and uh, we, we recorded, uh, when we recorded last weekend, we had each seen it twice already. Yes. We have fully formed opinions on this, but we saved them, because we got this question, and we thought, let's save it for the next episode. So here we go. Uh, what, do you, what do you say there, Big Ben? <clears throat> uh, so, Last Jedi... All right, so I think we have the same view on this. So first viewing, uh, I, of course, uh, saw uh, on Thursday uh, a 7 p.m. showing, which is 6 p.m. in Winnipeg. You went to a yes. later show. So trying, 11 p.m. in Winnipeg. Trying not to spoil it for you, but yes. having to say something. Yes. Uh, I texted you right after leaving and just said, I'll be interested to see what you think. And, like, the dread <laughs> filled my heart immediately. <laughs> And I went, maybe he's ribbing me. Maybe he's trying to swerve me, Vince Russo style. Alas, you were not. Because after, I mean, after Rogue One, of course, I was just like fucking awesome, like best, you know. And really yes. after Force Awakens, of course, just nothing but glee. And this, I think it was me who saw that one first yes. and was like, went crazy. Yes. And so this one, I just, uh, I, I didn't really know what to say. Now, that doesn't mean I hated it. But I walked out and I was like, there was just moments during the movie where I was like, what? And uh, so anyways, I kind of walked out, uh, didn't hate it, didn't love it. Uh, there were things I hated and things I loved. Yes. And then I uh, went, of course, for a second viewing. And upon second viewing, uh, it still doesn't reach like, you know, the heights of my favorite two or three movies in the yeah. Star Wars universe. But uh, certainly, I liked it a lot more the second time. Yeah, and I will agree on that. Uh, I remember I went and uh, I remember two weeks ago, or a week ago, or whatever. I went and saw it, and uh, I knew coming out I was going to text you all my thoughts. Um, and I, I sat there, and I remember upon first viewing, I in the first ten minutes, I'm like, oh, and it just kind of went downhill from there for me. I remember uh, texting you, "What a mess." Yikes. Um, there was a lot of bad stuff, but some really awesome stuff. I went back and watched it uh, two days later on Saturday, 
And, uh, you know, I got to say, uh, it kind of tempered the madness a little bit. And I'm just at the point now where I'm like, you know what? It's a decent movie, but man, the bad stuff is bad. And the good stuff is fantastic. So, everybody, we're going to now, just going to say it, we're going to fucking spoil the shit out of it at this point. Spoiler alert. Uh, we're, you know, it came out two weeks ago, folks. Yeah, so we're just going to say things that happened. A week happened. and a half ago. Sorry, fo- sorry fellas and, and gals. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'll get into the good stuff first, I guess. All right, Cause, yes. Because the bad stuff could take a while. Uh, yes. The good stuff. Uh, the scene where uh, Kylo Ren kills Snoke. Yes. And then him and fucking Ray uh, battle with all the fucking uh, all his henchmen. Yes, that's like I'm gonna say that's a top fucking three Star Wars all time scene. That was like yeah. make your hair stand up, awesome. Yes, it was. I totally agree with you, 100. percent That was great. <laughs> yeah, that fucking that whole scene was awesome. The way he fucking kills them, and then right into the fucking battle, and like the way that they shot it. Oh. Yeah, it was, Just, it was really well done. Yeah, so that was fucking fantastic. Uh, what I else liked how then after the battle, she like Ray's like, "Come on, let's let's uh, let's join forces for the you know of, of good." And he's like, "Fuck no." Yep. <laughs> join me, and then they fight over the lightsaber. That was awesome. Yeah, I also love that. I love how ultimately. I just love how ultimately the dude's a, conf- a conflicted character, but at least at that point, he's just like, nope. Nope. He's an opportunity. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so that, that that you know what, like, like that's better than, whatchamacallit, in fucking Attack of the Clones when Yoda comes out. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that, that, that movie was just terrible, and then that one scene kind of, like, made it for you. Uh, yes. This movie was not terrible, but that one scene makes the movie worth seeing. Uh, absolutely. Yes. So there. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed. Well, and, and Anakin cutting a pear. That 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 makes that movie too. <laughs> With a knife and fork. Anyway. Uh, I uh, fucking uh, Poe Dameron is awesome. Yes, he is. Uh, throughout the movie, so I was a big fan of of anything uh, involving that dude. And yes. uh, <clears throat> anything, you know, any scenes with Millennium Falcon uh, flying through constricted areas? Yes. Evading it's ships? Good. I mean, you can't you know, go wrong. Yeah, you just throw in a scene like that. Like you, It's just like, you know what? We need something awesome for three minutes. Just... Yeah. Well, the Falcon, the Falcon jumps into that battle and you're like, yes. Yes. Like, it just, it's like you pop every time, right? Yeah. And so that was, that was great. Um, for me, other things that I quite enjoyed... Um, I don't know. I I, I kind of thought fucking Luke's trickery at the end was fucking awesome. Oh yeah, all, yeah. All sending it, all sending his 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 force projection of himself to all battle. That was great. Um, also great. Fucking porgs. Thumbs up. Yeah, I'm a fan. Everything of about them awesome. And Chewie eating a porg, going to eat a roasted porg was great. Um, uh, uh, going... yeah, and and of course hyperdrive into the ship was fantastic. That fucking scene where they and they do it where they fucking turn the sound off. Yes. Fantastic! Yeah, that was great. Really, really well done. Uh, I loved, I loved the scene and, and how fucking uh, Phasma got jobbed out. Yeah, that was good. Just kicked the mask. That was awesome. Just fucking Finn taking taking the fucking mask off. Yep. Yeah. So that was also fantastic. I so, liked, I liked, I liked, and there's some other things I liked. I mean, I, I really enjoyed uh, that little moment with Luke and and, and R two. That was great. Oh yeah, um, right. That was that was just 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 a good moment. I I was a big fan of. Of uh, Muppet Yoda showing up. That was good. Uh, one more that I liked, and I don't know if it'll be on the list of things you liked, but I liked how the, <laughs> I liked the silver dogs at the end that fucking yeah. ran through the mine. And then, and then what's his name? Finn's like, 
Where did the crystal critters go? That's yeah, that was so good. I like that stuff. What too. a great name. I don't mind creatures. Listen, I don't mind creatures. But uh, we'll we'll get to some of the bad stuff. But uh, you know, I rewatched it on the second viewing. I did I did enjoy the the first opening battle a little more the second time around. Um, I enjoyed all the force uh, all the force use by Snoke was pretty good. All dragging people along the ground and shit that was pretty good. Um, Kylo, Re- I mean the acting, uh, you know, top notch, almost all around. Not oh. not not everyone. I mean Kylo but, Ren's um, a, Kylo Ren's a fucking superstar. Like Adam Driver, thumbs up. Uh, I have to say another great moment. It's all when when Ray and and Kylo are communicating with each other, and it's all sexy topless Kylo Ren. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So good, you know that's so fucking good. great. Yeah, because you know I I love it because a the dude's in fucking shape, right? But also just the idea like you, these villains who throughout the Star Wars movies you didn't you never see them as like people, right? They've always got these they're like fucking... in robot costumes and they're fairly asexual. Yeah, and then in this case it's just like nope, a sexy, sexy villain. So that's awesome. also great. Uh, anyways, yeah, I agreed on all those points. However, folks. All right. It's not all. It's not all. It's not all flowers and sunshine. Uh, where do we begin? Uh, I mean, the casino. Is that where the you want to go first? Let's just go with probably the worst part. Of, I I say the worst part of the movie. All right. What do you think? Yeah, do you I think mean, it's the worst part. Yeah, because it's it's the part where I'm just like, is this the the fucking uh, prequel trilogy? Exactly. <laughs> like they go to some weird planet with. A, like a scene that's just so outside of what we're dealing with. Like we're yeah. in these fucking we're in these fucking battles, and then all of a sudden we have to go to a casino, and they cut uh, right through the casino, and I'm like, is this a Great Gatsby? Like, what is this? I know. You know, it's it's all I don't get it. It's all yeah. some fucking old timey casino. Yeah, with like fucking Bond villains and shit. It was stupid, and you know, lots of creatures, and lots of creatures doing silly things. Yeah, and- which again. It was just, it was all out, just, it just seemed like gaudy and garish, and I get what they were trying to do, and and the problem was that I also didn't like the underlying kind of, like, point they were trying to make. Yep. I was like, do we need this? Like, we know the First Order's bad. And it's like, we get kind of like the 2017, like, rich people are bad kind of montage. Yeah, where, where they're like, oh, these people made their money by selling weapons to the First Order. It's like, do we... Like, we don't need to bring your politics into it. And, again, I don't mind that kind of stuff in movies, but, like, do it well, please. And I get that probably the point of it was also to kind of show the little slave babies and stuff to, like, establish something. But overall, I was like, they do do this fucking chase where they're riding creatures, and I'm like, enough. Here's the other thing. Like, they... So the storyline here is that Finn and Rose have... They they, they are... Them and Poe kind of conspire to... Uh, for this plan to take down a tracking device in uh, yes. the uh, First Order ships. But yes. they need somebody because they can't crack the code to get beyond... Uh, they used to use, what was it, Imperial codes to get by, yeah. by you know, Force Shields or whatever. But in this case, they need, they need a fucking code breaker. And all I could think was Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> hitting, hitting the natural with a, with a beauty code breaker. Yeah, but so they need they need a code breaker to do this. So they go to this casino planet because that's where they're told there is one. So then they then they fucking they're like, oh, find the guy with the lapel. So they find the guy with the lapel. They show him on screen, and then they all get dragged away, and the guy's never seen again. Nope, never. So so there's no reason for that. And then they just fucking meet some guy in jail. Yep. 
uh, Benicio Del Toro with a fucking stutter. Which, take the stutter away, and it's a nice performance, honestly. Yeah, and then he's like, you know, I will, I will help you. And then he does help them, and then they get caught, and then he fucking rats them out, and then they're all shocked. And it's like, really? <laughs> like, the guy, the guy that you met in jail, who you didn't know, yeah. uh, who you've only known for, like, four hours, and you're shocked, you're like, how could you? <laughs> yep. I don't know. That was kind of that was really fucking weak. Just unnecessary. Too much yeah. time devoted to that. Like I just and the movie was two and a half hours, and really you could have cut out twenty minutes with that shit. Yeah, you could have had them just like I don't know, have a, have a have some guy who's a hacker, and then just go and do it. Yeah, and get caught. That could have been it. Yeah, I know. Honestly, it could have. But again, you know, that was I felt. It was pretty egregious in terms of bad scenes in, in Star Wars movies. That was up there with some of the worst. That was Lucasian. Oh, and, oh. Uh, and by yeah. the way, let's not fucking forget. The worst part about the whole casino scene is when they're fucking riding creatures through the casino and smashing things. <sighs> like, <clears throat> for five minutes. So they, what I is know. it? Like, they have their version of, um, you know, a horse racing Yes. Uh, you know, I don't know what the fucking creatures are that they race, but they're they're yeah. raised by slave babies. One yes. of them is a Jedi baby, which they yes. show at the end. But they yes. free these creatures and then fucking ride them, and they all go crashing through the casino and knocking over tables. And all you see is fucking creatures grabbing money as the it's, casinos. It, in chaos. Well, it's symbolic smashing of capitalism. It's ridiculous. I and like BB-8 is like in a there's like this funny moment kind of where like a creature like puts coins into BB-8 because he thinks he's a machine but of course BB-8 has to save the day by shooting coins at guards like like it's fucking it's just a low point in Star Wars lore in my opinion yeah it really is and again like it feels like they're like hey you know what George Lucas we're gonna give you 20 minutes what do you want what do you want to do <laughs> what do you want to do um can we get th there there's another egregious scene okay go so so there's the whole like one of one of the the second battle where they where they get caught uh, is it the second battle it's the second battle right where they get caught up uh, after they go through hyperspace yes. yes and so of course like they blow up the bridge the 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 first order blows up the bridge of the main uh, cruiser and of course princess leia get, general leia gets sucked out into space and you're like oh i guess she died cuz you know um uh, carrie fisher died <laughs> yes and so i thought maybe they it, i was like this is a little abrupt but, like, it would make sense because she died after the production of the movie and, like, here's a way to kind of write her out of the story. And then they have her fucking floating in space and I'm like, oh, this is, you know, kind of a nice, like, goodbye. And then she fucking starts to move and then fucking force floats her way back into the ship. What the fuck was that? <laughs> what the fuck was that? It's all... What did you call it? Mary Poppins it? in space. <laughs> Mary Poppins... Floating like she's holding a fucking umbrella. She fucking puts her arm out, and then she just fucking flies back to the ship. Oh, God. Yeah. I, and by the way, in a scene where uh, another, like, main character, fucking Admiral Ackbar, it just gets killed. Yeah. They just they, they just say it in the next scene. They're like, well, he's gone. Yeah. But, you know. Exactly. But I, I thought the same thing. Like, she, she got sucked out of the ship, and I'm like, okay, that's that. Like, yep. that makes sense. And yeah. And then they show her floating, and as soon as they show, showed her floating, I'm like, oh, no. Oh no! And then she fucking yep. wakes up, and then I was like, "Does somebody rescue her? Like maybe someone pulls her back in?" Nope. She all fucking force pulls herself. Oh my god! Yeah, and you know, I felt like I, I just, I, and I'm looking at it, and I'm not seeing a lot about this. 
And I'm like, come on. Am, am I the only crazy one here that thinks this is just terrible? The thing it's is terrible just in terms of any movie. It just doesn't fit. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. even in the world where this force exists, you're just like, this... Like, the Je- vacuum of space, she would die immediately. Yeah, like, Jedi can't last in space. No! <laughs> I, I I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so, that, yeah. That was pretty fucking bad. <laughs> Uh, I felt that I felt I felt it was a little bit of a jumbled mess. I get they were trying to do something a little different. Um, I felt the writing wasn't quite as tight as Force Awakens. Obviously, um, it was uh, there was a, it, it was too long. Um, the uh, some of the stuff on the island I could have done without. Some of it was pretty good, but I was you know I was kind of like okay this is dragging. Upon the second viewing, I'm like you could tighten this up. It doesn't have to be as my main problem, not my main problem. My main problem outside of like the, the bad scenes is like the concept of time in time in this movie is so messed up. It makes no sense to me. So the movie starts and we're to guess that this is like a little ways after the uh, Force Awakens. But yet it's also the same day, but yet it's also not. And then like they're having these space battles and it's like, Ray's on the island, and it's like she's clearly going through multiple days. But is that space battle happening on the same day? I don't really get it. I I just assume that it's not. I just like maybe we're just dealing with different timelines. That's like, a, yeah. I you guess kind of so. you kind of just have to accept it, right? Because I was thinking the same thing too. Like she's sleeping. Like they show her sleeping day and night and day and night on this island. Yeah. And yeah. yet they they establish during the uh, slow speed chase, which we can also talk about. That, yes. that there's an 18-hour timeline of, of fuel left. Like, that's what yeah. they're working with. So they're working in a world where they have 18 hours, and yet Ray is pa- like days are passing on fucking so I, Jedi yeah. Island. And so I guess for me, just, I'd like to see the passage of time. It doesn't have to be synced up, but let's just, like, establish that maybe it's not. And, and there was no establishment of that at all. Uh, you did not like the slow speed chase? Uh, well, you know what? Uh, at first, I fucking hated it. Um, I thought this is the dumbest concept for a fucking uh, for for the faces in peril, but I I I gave that up upon second viewing. I'm like it's it's all right. I can I can take it. It's different, right? Like it, at least some things were different than normal kind of Star Wars stuff. So I'll give them that. Uh, my other problem that I have right now, uh, and it's more of a problem with kind of these two movies, is that you don't get really a sense of the size of the galaxy. They've really shrunk this galaxy down to nothing. Because things are just happen to be like really close together, or it's like people can just get places really, really quickly. Yes. And it's like, where's the kind of the grand kind of uh, you know immensity of this galaxy? It's kind of it kind of disappeared, and uh, I, I I don't love that very much because it kind of takes away a little bit from it. All right, my uh, besides those scenes, my actual biggest problem with this, okay, is that uh, and this is. You know, I know this movie wasn't wasn't directed by J.J. Abrams. Yeah. But this is just typical J.J. Abrams all fucking building promises that he can't keep. Yep. Or like building up storylines with such flat results. <laughs> yep. Uh, so here are the flattest ones. And again, like <laughs> you've already been listening to spoilers. More spoilers, everybody. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so here's here's let's talk about where things end off at the end of Force Awakens and what we reveal in this movie. Okay. Okay. Yep. At the end of Force Awakens, uh, Finn loses a battle to Kylo Ren. Yes. Apparently, like, it looked like he was sliced basically up the spine. Yes. Uh, he is in a coma, 
and you don't yep. know what's going to happen to him. Yep. At the start of uh, the Last Jedi, he all just wakes up. <laughs> just wakes up. He he just he literally wakes up. Uh, they, it's actually like they make it comedic, right? Where he's running around yeah. in like a fucking suit yeah. with water dripping off him, and then they're it's like, "Let's get you fine. dressed." And then he gets dressed, and he's just fine. And he's just like running around, <laughs> like he doesn't, battles. like he doesn't have a limp. He doesn't have anything. Like the whole battle scene where he gets fucking sliced up means nothing. Yep, not and, a goddamn thing. And they left you on a cliffhanger, and it meant fucking jack shit. So that was hugely disappointing. Yes. Uh, second one is. Again, maybe again. There's there, there's another movie to come, so you can't conclude yep. everything is yep. done decisively at this exactly. point. But we're led to believe at this point that Snoke is just some fucking dude, just a guy. Like throughout the first movie, he is a projection, a giant projection, yep, uh, a hologram. And then yep. at the start of this movie, there's another giant hologram of him. And then all of a sudden, they're just in his chambers, and there he is. It is gold bathroom. And he's just like, I'm Snoke. It didn't disappoint. It didn't by the disappoint. way, the gold bathroom was great. By the way, is Snoke like gold bathroom and the name Snoke? Is he a professor at Hogwarts? <laughs> it's like, fuck, Snoke's been yes. riding me this term. <laughs> uh, but yes, but he and then, you know, he the, the scene I said, it's a top three all time scene where he gets jobbed out. But yeah. he does get jobbed out big time. <laughs> Like, he ends up just kind of being a character of no consequence. Yeah. In the whole exactly. grand scheme of things. So, I'll again, like, just promises that, that weren't delivered on. Uh, another one, which I'm convinced, I, I think there's more to this, but they, they tease throughout the movie that Ray's going to reveal who her parents are. Yep. And then, ultimately, it's just, well, they're nobodies. They just left you. <laughs> Your parents weren't anybody. You're just somebody with force power. Oh, yep. And again, I, I, I still, that might be trickery on Kylo Ren's part, but but right now oh, you're yeah. left to believe that, that that's meaningless. Yep. So, you know, it's just those, oh, and, and uh, even like the whole, you know, Rey going to the island and she fucking hands the lightsaber to Luke, and then he all just fucking tosses it. I actually really liked that. Did you? I thought that was fucking great. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. I was, I, I fucking LOL'd big time. When Luke... Both times I saw it, I thought it was genius. I just, you know, like that's the whole build-up, and then, well, I guess I don't know. You know what? I can live well, with no, that a little I, bit. I could see how I could see. You know, I get it. It's like, but you, you know, uh, it, it does. It does kind of follow that. It's kind of like uh, I, I felt like there was a lot of this where it was like these things don't matter, and I guess that's nice and all. Uh, in like a a bunch of movies that no one gives a shit about. <laughs> But you've kind of built, like, a mega franchise out of this, so maybe you should care. That's like, my thought. Yeah, like, we've been waiting for you to fucking deliver on this. And again, like, as bad as the prequel tr trilogy was, I mean, at least, at least at least they answered the questions and kind of delivered on everything. I mean, you knew where the story was going. Well, that was the beauty of George Lucas is, is that there was, no, there was no subtext to anything he did. So it was like, you're going to find out, even if it's explained, like, in great detail and really boring. Yeah, so you will get it. Um, yeah, so I had I, that was my biggest problems with this one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh... I I felt like I hated it at first, and then I watched it again, and I don't hate it. Um, I did get a we did get a question um, that kind of on the same thing. Brian Dust asked us, <laughs> "How do you rank the Star Wars movies?" So you want to take a crack uh, after a two watchings of Last Jedi? Before before I rank it, I have to say two more things. 
okay. that are one awesome and one that I was like, eh. Uh, okay. Luke getting blue milk. That was awesome. And fucking having a drink of it. Awesome. And doing the big smirk with the blue milk all over his bottom. Yep. Uh, but Fisherman Luke, I could do without. Yeah, Fisherman Luke was pretty bad, though. He looked pretty spry doing that stuff, so that was pretty cool. All right. Uh, how would I rank them? All right, number one. And we're including Rogue One. Oh, are we? Okay. Yeah, uh, include Rogue One. All right. In order, I would go uh, Empire. Yep. Uh, I would go Force Awakens. I would go yep. New Hope. Uh, Rogue One. Yep. Je- Last Jedi. Five. Yep. Then I go Return of the Jedi prequels. I, I don't even give a fuck. No, you don't care, eh? Yeah, so I put it right in the middle. Okay, uh, let's see. I, I kind of wrote this out and then I lost it. But, uh, obviously, Empire Strikes Back. I put Return of the Jedi too because I fucking love it. All right. Um, I go Force Awakens. A New Hope. I go. Um, oh, this one's tough. I think I think I will put uh, Last Jedi, Rogue One, uh, Episode Three, Episode One, Episode Two. And of course, you did not like Rogue One as much as I did. No, and you know what? I wa- and I watched it later on, and uh, like a year later, and I was like, I still am not. I don't. For me, it's just kind of a throwaway. As a, it was, it was fine. It's fine. The only reason I put Last Jedi above it is because of the sheer awesomeness of the stuff in Last Jedi. There was just more of it than in Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue One had that one awesome scene, and it was solid. Remember, everything other than the prequels, I gotta say, is solid movies. Yes. And I, I'm saying Last Jedi is a solid movie. I think it's solid. I just think it's got a lot of bad stuff that luckily is balanced out by some truly amazing things. So there you go. So there you go. So Thank no- you, Brian Dust, for the question. <laughs> <laughs> and also J.R. Stash. Thank you. Thank you, JR Stash. Uh, I, I would imagine, of course, uh, probably in about three months' time, we will actually do a full review, probably a two-hour episode, talking about... It's probably uh, going to be hilarious, because the bad stuff is awesome. Our texts were fucking top quality <laughs> after the movie. They were great, so you, we'll, we'll, we'll have more of that. Uh, should we go to more questions? Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. All right, uh, I will read one. Okay. Uh, this is from at Don Hashish. Don Hashish. He says, Hey, fellas. So, I was thinking, with all the shows that you have done about music, have you ever thought about doing an episode about music videos? I just think that it would be a great idea and have never heard you mention it. What do you think? Wow. That's like my mind is, my brain's exploding. You know what, Don? (laughs) Mr. Hashish? Yes. I think in the new year... Uh, we yes. will resolve to do an epic episode about fucking music videos. I, wow. And we, that, yeah. You know I what? didn't expect a question like that. And it is, you know, like, Don, can we get Don Hashish as like our producer on our show? Uh, you know what? I actually hope that Don Hashish uh, keeps in touch with us. Maybe we'll get uh, him or her on and uh, we can actually do the music uh, video episode together. But everybody, uh, you heard it here first. Uh, early yes. in the new year, music videos. Stay tuned. That episode is coming. That is amazing. Uh, I'm going to go to. Um, I'm just going to go to Twitter here. We got a question on Twitter from uh, Nautilus. Oh, Nautilus CPT. And um, oh, where the fuck did it go? It just disappeared. Hang on. Goddamn fucking Twitter for 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 iPhone. Terrible. Um, okay, here we go. We're uh, there. We go. And uh, Nautilus asks. 
did you guys have an epic wrestling match in Brandon one time? <laughs> well, it's like yeah. he knew. Uh, brutally, brutally misspelled, by the way. Like, what an oaf. I don't know who that fucker is. Uh, do you want to tell us? Do you want to answer that question? Uh, Nautilus, I don't know how this guy n- knows this. Uh, I'm actually, I'm a bit speechless because, uh, yes, we did have an epic uh, wrestling match in Brandon. Um, it was uh, on, a, on, a, on a jazz band trip to Brandon in 1994. I believe it was February? Uh, March. February or March. March 1994, we had to go to the Brandon Jazz Festival. And we were staying at the Colonial, Colonial Inn. Yes. The Colonial Inn. And uh, there we had, we'd had our own little, uh, we had a little backyard wrestling, just the two of us. And we decided to have a match uh, in, a, uh, in a pool. Well, it and started in the pool. it was as terrible as it sounds. Uh, in our imaginations, it was fucking epic. Uh, if I recall c- correctly, uh, it included, they had like an elevated hot tub, which you... Uh, climbed and then gave a big splash off of. Uh, there, well, was... there was it, it was it was a there was a there was a part of the pool that was like kids level, and but it had a it had like a, a metal gate separating it from the rest of the pool that was deeper, and so I went off that. Yes. Yes. Uh, there was wrestling in the child's waiting pool and in the deep pool, and I believe that the wrestling match also spilled over to the hallways of the hotel. Yes, it did. And uh, we imagined in our minds that uh, we had a big screen that uh, someone came on and changed the stipulations of the match. It was terrible, um, but a great memory. And thank you, Nautilus, for um, bringing that up. Uh, I'm going to ask another uh, wrestling question here. Okay. This is from at Cheese Dundas. What kind of name is that? Someone from Toronto. I know, right? Uh, Right. Hey, fellas. Wrestling question. We already know yes. your favorite WrestleMania of all time. Now off the uh, top, that of- would be WrestleMania. <clears throat> WrestleMania, what? What do we call? Well, for one? you, WrestleMania seventeen. Seventeen overall, but I believe you said uh, three. Three, yes. And I said seventeen, but our yes. consensus with uh, Stu was seventeen. Yes. Uh, now off the top of your head, name your favorite Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series of all time. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, um, I'll start. Um, what we'll do, we'll do it each, so we have some time to think. Okay. We'll, I'll do Royal Rumble, then you do Royal Rumble, and so on and so forth. Okay. Let's start with Survivor Series. Um, I'll say my favorite Survivor Series would have to be Survivor Series 1992. We've got Brett against Sean, uh, and we've got uh, the J- the uh, Ramon and Flair against uh, Perfecto and uh, and Razor and uh, sorry and Macho Man, and uh, we got the uh, the the uh, Nightstick match. Doesn't get much better than that. Um, I would probably have said 1992 as well, but seeing as you already said it, okay, I'll go with one that was probably not a very good Survivor Series, I think. But I'm going to go with 95. Oh no, that was a good Survivor Series. Uh, because we had uh, Brett beating Diesel. Uh, yeah, big D job to the to the hitman, including a, a fucking great table shot and Brett fucking playing possum to win the title. And uh, we had yep. the the wild card match where oh that was fantastic <clears throat> baby faces and heels mixed up and against each other in a in a fucking pretty good match I believe the rest of it was pretty garbage uh, though no, if I'm not the, mistaken the opening, the opening bout the opening bout had the um, had the uh, the team of the underdogs 
with like fucking Marty Jamedi and stuff, and he did the top rope power bomb. Oh fuck, that's right. All right, that was a good ass match. Yeah, All right, so good. you know what? That's a great. That's a great show. Which was even more frustrating because we went to the show a month before it, and it was terrible. Yes. So there you go. Uh, so I'll say that. Yeah. Survivor Series '95. All right. Uh, okay. Next. SummerSlam. Why don't you start with SummerSlam <clears throat> so I don't gank your your pick? SummerSlam. I'm gonna say 2002. Nice. Uh, we have uh, we have the Rock and Brock Lesnar, which was just a fantastic, uh, like such good hype leading up to a pretty damn good match. Yeah. And uh, the return of Shawn Michaels against Triple H, and yep. uh, just for those two things alone, I thought it was a fucking great, uh, great little show. Yeah, and you got you had to angle against Mysterio. That is yes, you did. That's right. It was Mysterio's first uh, pape. And he opened the show, and it was fucking great. Yeah, so That's I, a good one. So I'm going to give that one. I think off the top of my head, I would go with that one. There's there's another one that I'd probably say is a close second, but I'll go to you, and then I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to kind of stick with my uh, with my theme here. Uh, I got to say, uh, SummerSlam '92. Oh shit! Uh, you got some Red Hart against uh, Davy Boy Smith in the main event for the IC title. You've got <laughs> uh, you've got uh, Macho against Warrior with uh, whose whose corner is Mr. Perfect in? And uh, Wembley Stadium, and uh, just a good atmosphere, and of course, Repo Man against Crush. <laughs> if I was to say uh, number two of all time, and it may even be number one, this of course was top of my head. I'd have to think about it. Uh, SummerSlam yeah. 2000. Yes, uh, that was a good one as well with the, with the triple threat. Uh, yes, where you had where the... Angle got legitimately knocked out. Yes, uh, you also had uh, uh, Benoit beating Jer- Jericho. Uh, you had fucking uh, the triple threat uh, tag team, like the TLC match. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stink face match. Uh, yes. <laughs> Fuck. Awful. <laughs> uh, so anyways, so that, that one wasn't uh, wasn't too bad either. So there you go. That's uh, right. SummerSlam. And now Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Jesus, this one's tough too. Um, I am going to go with you... Royal Rumble. Oh, God. Am I going to do this to myself and go 1992 for everything? I think so. Uh-oh. Royal Rumble 92, the great, the best rumble of them all. Uh, Ric Flair wins the Royal Rumble. You also have Pipes winning the IC title. And, uh, of course, you got the new foundation against the Orient Express. So, 1992 across the board for me. <sighs> I'd like to see 92. Let me think. Royal Rumbles. Um, They're just... You know, I love the Royal Rumble match, but some of them are so fucking bad. Yes. Like, just, or there's just so many bad things. You know what? I'm going to say Royal Rumble 2004. Unfortunately, unfortunately, a really great Rumble uh, that featured a murderer as the winner, which is unfortunate. That that Rumble was quite, was was a good hot Rumble. Yeah. So I'm going to say that one as uh, my favorite Rumble. So there you go. Uh, Kudos. Thank you very much. uh, At Cheese Dundas, if you want to give him or her a follow. Excellent. Ah, there um, you go. A question that we received. Uh, this is Lil Jinx <laughs> asked us, uh, "What are what are best and worst Christmas gifts that we ever received?" Oh shit! What, what say you? Uh, I think I've mentioned this on the show. The two best Christmas gifts I ever received were Castle Grayskull. Yes. And uh, fucking uh, Atari system. Oh my God, uh, that's amazing. I remember both of those. There are photos of me looking like I'm fucking legitimately shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I get the uh, when I get the gifts, but uh, both of them so fucking epic. Uh, I'm gonna have to take some time to think about worse, so I'll pass it over to you until I. 
Oh, I can do both. Um, I would say the best I got, uh, 1994, uh, open, open prezzies. And my dad is like, oh, there's another one for mom upstairs. Go get it. And I all went upstairs. It's all, there's a big fat guitar case. It's all, and I got my, uh, my, my beautiful uh, acoustic Fender California series black guitar. That was fucking uh, amazing and epic and was completely unexpected because I did not ask for anything like that. And so that was awesome. My worst, you know, I, I, I hate to, I don't want to seem like a, a greedy meng. But I remember once getting a collection of Hardy Boys books, and I was just like, what the fuck is this? Because there's nothing, like, it was the 80s, and I liked, I fucking love reading, and I loved reading back then, but I was not interested in Hardy Boys whatsoever. And I remember uh, less of a worse gift, but for many years, my mom's aunt used to knit me and my cousins, like, fucking mitts, and we're, like, teenagers, and we'd get, like, fucking dickies for Christmas. That was terrible. I just love how Hardy Boys, it's like, I know how much you like your adventures. <laughs> I don't think I cracked one of them ever. Uh, I'm. I don't. I can't off the top of my head think of really bad gifts. I'm, I'm sure there were some. Obviously, like That's all right. when you were a kid, I didn't like clothes and shit like that, which is stupid. Because now that I'm older, it's all what a nice gift. I know. <laughs> but I would if I get socks this year, I'm gonna be like, fuck, I needed that. Thanks. Um. Another good gift that I got every year, my grandparents got me the latest Guinness Book of uh, Records. Oh, that's great! Like fucking clockwork every year. So that was uh, always fantastic as a, as a little Christmas tradition. Um, sure. I, you know what? I, I can't really think of a bad gift. That's all right. Well, you're a nice guy. I, I'm a prick. I'm trying to think of what kind of fucking crap you used to give me. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, you know what? We'll, we'll leave it at that. You're a good guy, and you've proven it today on The Sleepover. Thank you, Lil Jinx. Uh, uh, thank you for listening to the show, and thank you for the question. Uh, I have a question here. Um I don't know if, if we we might have to do some preparation on the fly for this one because I wasn't expecting to answer this, but we'll we'll give it a okay. shot, okay? All right, yeah, sounds good. Uh, this is from at T Dowd and U of M. Oh, okay, someone from Winnipeg. Yeah, um, maybe. I mean, I assume U of M, but who knows? He or she says, "Hey, fellas, last week's episode about top songs from 2017 was epic as fuck." I was wondering if you could also talk about some songs from earlier than 2017 that you discovered over the last year. Ooh, that's interesting. I think I can do it. What about you? <clears throat> um, I think I can. I, I think we can pull something together here. Let's let's fucking give it a shot. All right. All right. Sounds good. Here, you know what? I'm just let me let me take a quick look. I'm I, okay. Can you play one? Do you because you have your stuff with you? Yeah, I'll, I'll play. I'll and play. If my... you play something, I can I can quickly email you. Cyber email you uh, some songs, okay? So you play, and then we'll, I'll, I'll pull something together. Okay, I'm just getting through my list, and uh, I think I found one. I'm going to play this one first. Here we go. Sounds good. Without knowing all my songs, by the way, I'm going to say, um, I think most of the songs that I'm going to that I would talk about don't sound a lot like the songs that were on my 2017 list. No, probably not. I uh, would agree with that as well. There, there's not a lot of uh, garage or psychedelic rock in the five uh, songs that I would pick. Uh, this first one uh, is by Elbow. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yes. Uh, Elbow, who I love, obviously, but hadn't really listened to a lot of their last two albums. Uh -huh. And uh, with the one that they released in 2014, uh, yep. what's it, The Takeoff and Landing of Everything? What a mistake not to listen to this album. It's fucking oh, yeah. great. Uh, this track is called New York Morning. I'll just go to the, uh, the good stuff. Yeah, go to the good stuff. 
here we go. Oh, nice. Sounds like a mixtape. I know, right? Yeah. So, uh, anyways, I saw them uh, in November and was like, fuck. Nice. That's great. So uh, that that would be one that I would say I just I, I discovered it in the uh, in the last year, but it is from 2014. All right. Oh, okay. I just sent I, it I, I just I okay. Let me just hold on here. Just fucking loading some okay. stuff up here. Uh, okay. I, I, apparently, using my iPad from the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, here's here's uh, number one that I. That oh I my! My goodness! You didn't even you, you even had time to hide the names. That's amazing. Of well, I got to make it a secret for you too. All right, track one. <laughs> here we go. Yes. Let this sexy in there for a second. Fuck. So this is a uh, an artist called Vanilla. <laughs> um, this track is called Lose You. It's off of a 2015 compilation album called Pete's Slash Slash Collective Volume 6. It's kind of a future funk type kind of thing. I don't really know, but god damn it. It's got fucking everything that I love. So uh, that's uh, from 2015. A couple of years ago, I just uh, discovered this year. Here you go. Did you see there was some some guy commented on Twitter about, I don't know, some rapper that had a name that kind of, you know, had some, you know, reference to like chocolate or his race or something. And he was like, imagine yeah, the it was Black Thoughts, it was called. And I was like, imagine the the trouble you'd get into if you had like a white name and it's all uh, Vanilla thoughts. Ice, yeah. Snow. Yeah, van- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Ridiculous. People are fucking stupid. They should listen to Vanilla. That's great. Anyway, yeah, so there you go. Ah, I can't believe I pulled this together. That's awesome. Amazing. What else do you have? Uh, let's I mean, see. You're, you're pulling things together on the fly, too, so kudos. Okay, to here you. we go. I'll, I'll play this one. You say one for the trouble, two for the time. Yes. Come on, girls, let's rock that. Yes. <laughs> Courtesy of Spotify. Wham, bam, the monster jammer. Get up, everybody, and do the freak to the beat. So this is fucking Monster Jam. Yes. Uh, Spoonie G meets the sequence. I I almost fucking died the first time I heard this song. Oh, it's so good. It's fucking great. So so much old school rapping and fucking nine minutes long. Here you go. Uh, I mean, you can't get better than that. Watch out and I tell you why Cause I'm angry I might give you a time Now you're looking in my eyes And you're in a trance Woo! And all you can think of is my sweet bro And the fucking uh, chorus is great too But I will not skip to it Because we don't have a lot of time And I think you have another track coming through Yeah, yeah, yeah Number two there I provided Here we go This is Mad Lib A song called Distant Land Off 2003 Shades of Blue. This is a um, remix album using archival audio from Blue Note Records, and it's fucking smooth as shit. Yeah. And that's it. Exactly what it is. Yeah. You know, you could hang. You know, this would be a good one. You want to just like uh, kick back with uh, with with Outsider Alio Grat, <laughs> right? Like it sounds like something he'd be into. Fucking smoking some hashish. <laughs> oh well, my god. Not anymore. Not anymore. Well, yeah, but Don Hashish can join him. <laughs> there we go. That's right. 
the Mad Lib. There you go. What Beauty. else have you got for us? Let's see. Uh, okay, here's one. Here's one. Here we go. Okay. Oh, nice. Wah. 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 That's quiet. All right. Uh, this is a track called Tilted. Mm -hmm. uh, it is by Christine and the Queens no. from 2014. Um, nice. This I got this song off of being tips. <laughs> All uh, right. Made a made a made a friend uh, earlier this year, and uh, and we were like, oh, we'll we'll make each other Spotify playlists. Whoa. And uh, and she uh, and she made a playlist for me, and this song was on it, and it's fucking great. Nice. So here. Nice. That is tips. I know, right? Here we go. Beauty. All right. Big nice. fan. Good song. Big fan. That sounds like a good track. Here's a, I, I got a third one here. I hope it came through. Give it a try. Oh, here we go. Oh, it's just coming in now. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. It's all cyber parliament. So we got uh, uh, DJ, I think, Scott Grooves doing Mothership Reconnection, the Daft Punk remix. Oh, it's great. Just, you know what? Just like scrub this a, a little ways and let's just hear the goodness. All right. Hold on here. Yeah, keep going. A little more. Yes. Yes. Jesus, what is That's this again? Hot. What's that? What is this again? Scott Grooves, Mothership Reconnection, the Daft Punk remix is off a 2006 compilation called Music Volume 1. It's fucking awesome. Anyway, that's fucking good shit right there. Oh, man, oh, man. Here we go. I found another one. Okay. Hey, the tragic one. Ooh. This is again not something I would listen to usually. No. Um, and also the, the the way I found this song uh, will surprise people as well. Okay. Uh, this is a song that they played during the hype video before Toronto Maple Leafs games. Oh yeah. Uh, and if you go to YouTube and you find uh, the hype video that they have, ah. it's really fucking good. Just like you know, old school footage of the team, and you know, it's like five minutes long, and you it's have just a history that you can that is actually decent. Yeah. Yes, um, but also, <laughs> but also, by the way, you know, they show like them winning cups, but also acknowledge years of futility. Nice. But anyways, here we go. Not like in Winnipeg where we pretend the '80s were this like great decade of hockey. No, no, but you know what? Wasn't. What's What's great is that. They they go through they go through stuff with them like you know winning and then there's some the stuff stuff where they lose and then the Gilmore stuff, but there's there's a like at the end of the song when he's seeing the chorus he's like basically saying like this time we'll get it right and it's all with Austin Matthews and Marner, awesome and like acknowledging that it hasn't gone well. By the That's way, so this is a Peace and Quiet by Ron Hawkins and the Do Good Assassins. All right, there you go. Yeah, that's a departure. 
what's this yeah here's a track that i sent you that um i was going to use for an intro but you know what i had to play it now all right here we go listen yes you wait Gotta let it play, it's terrible. Alright. Here we go. Come on. Alright. Oh god. Wow, it's a total sleepover so song. On, Long intro. Work. Commandments. Uh-huh. Off, uh, 1984's Mr. T's Commandments album. <laughs> where he talks about you gotta listen to your parents and how God's word is the way. Here we go. When they hear cry, they don't ask why they answer when call. Did fucking WWF produce this? Oh my god, I don't think so, but Jesus. It's terrible. Oh, Jesus. Every word is true. Oh my god. Anyway, how uh, how have fucking 33 years passed and I've never heard that till today? I don't know. I, I literally found this like a week and a half ago. I was like, holy shit, I gotta use this as an intro. And then I was just like, you know what? I needed songs, you know, like two minutes ago. So I just pulled it. So there you go. Yeah, I guess so. I should have mentioned, by the way, because, you know, I'm doing our listeners a disservice, that uh, that Monster Jam song is from fucking uh, 1980. And uh, the, the Tilted song is from 2014, and Ron Hawkins is from 2015. My last right. song is uh, from 20, or sorry, from 1979. I have talked about this one on the show before. Okay. But here we go. Yeah. Yes. Here we go. Where do I begin yes. with this fucking great song? Yep. Uh, eight minutes and 32 seconds. Holy Ghost by the Barkays. Ah, uh, it's so good. This is a five fucking star jam. And there are multiple reasons why. Uh, this, obviously. This is the start. The fucking singing. Uh, let's see if I can find some stuff. <laughs> Jesus. That bass. Here we go. So there's that, yeah. and then there's this. And it's like, could it get any better? And the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, let's yes. see. There's a part here. There. Yes, right here. Where they fucking sing holy. Yeah, like, this is so good. Holy. Great song. Anyways. Right that fucking disco bell, eh? You can hear it in the background. Oh, God. Well, the foreground. All right. That's great. Fantastic. The Barkays. I, I, I found a few Barkays. Another Barkays song, by the way, again, Sexomatic. Oh, yeah. We played that on the sleepover. Yep. In an extra or an intro. Um, here is my final one that I that I provided. Oh, just downloading. Oh, the bar is scrolling. Uh, 90%, 95, 98. Okay, I got it. Okay, this is from 1971. Here we go. Shit. 
little piano action. I know something you can do. Yes. This is uh, Daryl Fletcher, improved from a uh, 1971 single, and it's fucking awesome. That's about it. I don't really have much to say, then I love it. Yes. Fuck. So there you go, fucking T Dowd and U of M. Great idea to get us to talk about that. Oh, thank you, T Dowd. I, I, I would agree with you, by the way. Last week's episode about top songs from 2017 was epic as fuck, and uh, you should all go back and listen to that. If you haven't had enough of us on Christmas Day, uh, yes. go back and listen to last week's episode. We talk about great music from 2017, and if you want to listen to even older episodes, go to uh, Mezzanine Sleepover. Uh, or wait, don't go there. <laughs> Go to fucking Mixcloud.com and look up Mezzanine Sleepover, and all of our episodes are there. You can also go to MezzanineSleepover.wordpress.com and scroll through the months and see what, what apps are there. And you get a little synopsis and a little a little taste of what tracks we played on each show. So if you're looking for a, a playlist to make on Spotify, perhaps, you could plug it in and be like, this is what they played. What my, my, my favorite podcast played on one of their episodes. So um, I got a question here. All right. Uh, Joelzers asks... What's the best wrestling match you saw live? Are you sure that uh, he didn't write, what's the best wrestling match you saw live, ye? <laughs> actually, he did, I, and I'm not reading these uh, emails in full. He actually said, hey, fellas. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what's the best wrestling match you saw live? Love the show, ye. So, well done. <laughs> Jolzers. Great name. Jolzers. What, what's what's your what's your favorite best wrestling match you ever saw live? Best wrestling match I ever saw live. Let me. I mean, think. now I know you're thinking like Caveman Broda versus Brother Midnight, but <laughs> I know you've seen better matches. I'm trying to think. Did now did Professor Ninja and Chess Match Master actually have a match? It was a chess match. Yeah, so that doesn't count. That was it. Yeah, didn't so, have a match. Otherwise. So that doesn't That's count a, either. Um, <laughs> off the top of my head. Uh, best match would have to be Austin Benoit, uh, yes. the 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 um, SmackDown match, May two thousand one. Yeah, from two thousand and one. That was probably the best like wrestled match that yes. I saw live. Uh, the best match that I saw live, just for fucking overall presentation and and awesomeness, was come on, yes, Rock Hogan. Rock Hogan, yeah, Rock Hogan, WrestleMania X eight. I'll concur on that one. Um, I also enjoyed the uh, Austin Benoit that we saw at Smake, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I quite enjoyed the um, Love Her Leave Her match at SummerSlam '99. Oh yes, with Shano <laughs> against Test, with the fucking the the Stooges running in and the fucking giant elbow and all sorts of shenanigans. Uh, that that would be up there as well. Uh, I would say as a close second, I would say Mabel against Yokozuna in your house four. Oh my fucking god! How did I forget that one? I know, right? I I have no idea. And I mean, there was also a match where I saw the Rogers Plex live, and that was pretty awesome. <laughs> that it was, was the Rogers Plex. Uh, that was great. So there was a fucking dude who wrestled in what was it? The Fed? Uh, it was at Chalmers. I don't know what federation. It, it was, was some you know local Fed in Winnipeg, and the dude that wrestled in it all fucking worked at Rogers Video in Saint Vitale. Yep. So he'd give us so he would give us free rentals. Yep. And then we would go see him wrestle and be like, "Give him the Rogers Plex." And he would all acknowledge us because you know indie wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, because who gives a fuck, right? So that was exactly. fucking great. Uh, yes. All right. Uh, any thank more questions? Yes, Joelzer. Thank you. Uh, maybe we will see you around some of the local establishments in Winnipeg. Maybe. Excellent. Yes. Exactly. Uh, any other questions? 
let's see. What do I else do I have here that I? Well, let's dip into the. Uh, I'm gonna. These were all. I've been doing email questions. Um, Pine Falls on Twitter asks, "Hey fellas, <laughs> long time listener and huge fan. What are some of your favorite episodes that you've done? Do you listen to other podcasts? Any recommendations?" Oh wow! So we have to talk about our own episodes. I mean, how do you know? It's like how do you choose your favorite child? Like how <laughs> you pick a favorite a favorite favorite episodes of the the sleepover? My goodness. Well, it's like picking. It's like trying to pick your favorite Waylon Mercy match. <laughs> it's like trying to pick your favorite episode of uh, Nitro from 1999. Oh, I know, right? That's tough. Uh, uh, let's see. Off the top of, I mean, obviously the Star Wars episodes. I love them all. They're all great. Uh, Specifically the prequels. Yes. Oh, yeah. The prequel. Yeah. I mean, when there's stuff to make fun of. Oh, <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah. Exactly. Worst number one hits is one of my favorites. Uh, yes. one of my favorite all time uh Mega Mix lines is, <laughs> fucking another day in paradise where you talk about Phil Collins talking down to his fans. <laughs> An all-time classic <laughs> fucking mezzanine sleepover line. Uh, so that is pr- probably one of my uh, one of my all-time favorite episodes. Yeah. Basically, um, like episodes where we praise things and talk about how much we love them is great. But episodes where yeah. the fucking you know the thing things are so bad that the jokes write themselves. I love exactly. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, theme song mania. Yes, where we play old wrestling themes. That one was great. There was a lot of funniness in there and some great old wrestling themes, which you can't go wrong. Obviously, I love the Star Wars uh, review eps, most of all the prequels. Uh, R.A.P. and peace, Phil. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I got to say, the, the original tournament was, 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 quite, was, was quite fun. Oh, by the way, there's got to be a tournament coming up. I was thinking, by the way, we could do a tournament, but not a music one. It could be like an 80s wrestlers tournament or... Oh, like, that'd be great. We, we can't do a TV show one because that's already been done, but we could do something. Yeah. So... Yeah, maybe yeah. music they videos. They fucking stole our stole some of our great ideas. This fucking that CBC guy. So, anyways, we'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, so there you go. Um, and also other podcasts. What do you oh, listen yeah. to? Do we listen, listen to new podcasts. Um, I listen to Hello Internet, which is strange because it's totally doesn't seem like it's something I enjoy. CGP Gray and Brady Haram. Um, I don't know why I listen to it, but they tell some funny stories about dogs, which I like. Uh-huh. Um, I do listen to How Stuff Works. I listen to um, Stuff You Should Know. Uh, Wrestling-wise, because uh, that's the bulk of it, Killing the Town, obviously. I mean, fucking Storm and Cyrus. Cyrus, fucking top talent. Um, and when they go, when they start ripping on Disco Inferno, best, because Disco Inferno fucking sucks. <laughs> um, I listen to something wrestling with Bruce Richard because uh, it's a, it's probably the most inside WWE wrestling uh, podcast with some, with some good fucking stories. So uh, I like that one. I used to listen to, uh, like, Austin and stuff, but I kind of moved past that yep. stuff. But, yeah, those are those are my main ones. I'm uh, scrolling. Okay, you? I got my podcast up here, the ones I listen to. So, obviously, I'm a subscriber to the Wrestling Observer. Uh, yes. So, um, long-time listener to the Brian and Vinny show and to Wrestling Observer yep. Radio, uh, the one with Dave Meltzer. Yep. Um, don't really bother with the other ones, maybe here and there, but uh, Brian and Vinny especially, uh, great. Yeah. Um, I listen to The Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt, um, a poorly produced podcast with really great content, only about 20 minutes a week, but talking about, like, again, behind the scenes, like the business aspect of different sports things. Nice. Uh, I listen to a couple of fantasy football podcasts during the uh, 
usually more during the off season, which is weird. But yeah, uh, killing the town as you mentioned, uh, something to wrestle, which you mentioned, stuff you should know, which you mentioned. Uh, I also listened to uh, the Young Turks as a in terms of uh, political, like U.S. politics. Yep, uh, a great podcast, and sometimes the Majority Report, another U.S. politics podcast. So there right. you go. Go listen to those. Well done. Uh, any 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 of these uh, um, produced by Pod Vader? <laughs> None of them produced by Pod Vader. Uh, <laughs> by the way, a notable omission from podcasts that I think people should listen to. It's all AIH superfans. <laughs> My own podcast. <laughs> I think uh, honestly, the clock is ticking. Let's just yeah. Yeah yeah. Um... I got the I got we got another question here. All right, from uh, Tice Kona on uh, on Twitter, asked us what our favorite what what is your favorite all time wrestling promo? Mine is the Shawn Michaels of Montreal pre match against Hogan. Who's your daddy, Montreal? Really? Yeah, you like that? So promo. what what is what is yours? What is my favorite promo? That's, uh, that's yeah, that is a tough one to, to especially with you know not no time to prepare for this. I'll go, because I got one. I mean, I've said it before. One of my favorite promos of all time, maybe not my favorite, but is uh, we've played it in the intro of uh, one of our shows with Stu, is uh, Macho King at WrestleMania Six when he loses to Dusty in the in the mixed tag. And the Queen is screaming in the background, and Macho Man is like, I, you know, Dusty Rhodes, I didn't give you my full attention, but mind games are my thing. Yeah, that's fucking great. And he tells me to get on the phone and call somebody. Amazing. Macho King, fucking best. Uh, also, Macho Man, of course, um, I t- just a piece of you, Ric Flair, when he takes the belt from him. Oh, but he, but he's so Christ. pissed off, and he's like, I haven't beaten you up properly yet. Is great. He's all gives the belt to Elizabeth, take it and go. Yes. Uh, that's just one thing. He wants the whole Flair package. Also, Macho Man, uh, after uh, Jake the Snake fucking slaps Elizabeth. Oh my god! And, and Macho like, Man is so like mad. Little insane. And like, yes. and like, he doesn't say he's gonna kill him, but he says he's gonna kill him. And like, you believe he's and gonna he's kill like him? Practically crying and hitting himself because he's saying it's my fault. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So that's also fucking amazing. A non Macho Man promo. Uh, I love the promo where Bret Hart came out after WrestleMania and told uh, Americans to kiss his ass. That was great. Because uh, you know yeah. it takes like fucking. 15 minutes to get there, but it, it worked. Yeah, it was good. Um, His all, best promo. Yeah, um, also um, the promo where he fucking gets Bulldog and Owen to, to come to his side. You know, whole- um, I can't believe, yeah, that was good too, and they're all crying in the ring. Fantastic. I can't believe that nobody uh, yet has mentioned the uh, the promo where um, where Undertaker tell, talks about him in Big Show in the desert. And then he leaves the Big Show in the desert, and then Big Show comes out with a fucking pelt and his motorbike on his shoulder. <laughs> Worst promo ever. Oh, my I God. Jericho interrupts that one, too. Yes, he okay. does. Thank you, Tyson. Great uh, great question. Jericho, by he the way. He does actually ask you. Uh, he does actually ask you also, do you want to try another Evander Kane goal total bet? Oh, What's fuck. that all about? Uh, I, I bet him that Evander Kane was going to score 30 goals uh, l- last year. Uh, and then he didn't, so I had to pay him. <laughs> it was a it was you a super fans one. bet. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So any any other ones on your end? Uh, oh, there are there are many more, but uh, I I can't pick one. How about you? Um, one more. Okay, one more. I mean, I mean, we are an hour in, so yeah. Well, let's do one more, and then we'll save the others for another time. Okay. 
Um, M. Peshaw asks, <laughs> um, Hey, fellas, if you could go back in time, what concert or tour would you attend? Wow, fucking Peshaw with a great question. Great show. And it also at the end of it says sweatpants. So I don't know. Does it, I don't know what that now, means. does it say sweatpants? Or does it say sweat, like capital S-W-E-A-T? Yes, it does. Uh -huh. And then does it say capital P, capital A, and then smallest font, A-A-A-A-A, getting bigger? It does. Wow. And then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's like a word. It's like a word. It's like he pasted a, like in, from Word into the email. It's like he's trying to say you something. Must have, like, you must have logged in and looked at this question because uh, it's exactly what it said. Sweatpants, kind of like it's like sweat. Oh, amazing. Excellent. You know, uh, by the yeah. way, that was so amazing, the way you just said sweatpants there. Yes. That yes. for years, I would want to come up to you and just say, like, hey, dude, say sweatpants. Just say it. Yes. Come on. <laughs> say sweatpants. Say sweatpants. Uh, I would say, uh, let's see, I'll, I'll, I'll think of a few off the top of my head. I think we, we okay. kind of referenced this in our concerts episode. Maybe, but, but maybe uh, not in quite a detail, as this is kind of like a challenge to go back in time and... And see something that you couldn't possibly have. Like, I'm thinking, like, things like, I would right off the top of my head be, like, something I could never see. Well, I would see uh, Genesis on the Duke Tour in 1980. Duke! Absolutely. Uh, I fucking watched yeah. the, the, the concert footage from those things. And that, if that was, like, one tour where I could see them, that would be the one. Yep. Um, I go, you know, go to setlist.fm. Yep. And look up fucking any bands and go back and you just see old shows and it's like fuck, yes. I wish I was at that. And yeah, there are, right? and there are some that were in Winnipeg and it's like god damn it like Yeah, I know. You know, like I'm not a I'm not a David Bowie fan, but like seeing Bowie in the early 80s in Winnipeg would have been fucking great. I know. E even just not a fan, but if I could go back in time, I'd absolutely do that. Um yeah. other than that, uh, I mean one of the first tours that uh I, I obviously go to a lot of shows, but what prompted me to go to a lot of shows was I missed uh, a tour by, <laughs> it's all Oasis, Travis, and Space Hog. Oh my god. I fucking yeah, missed. That would have been right up your alley. I missed that tour in 2001, and I was like, never again. I'm going to yep. fucking hit everything. So, uh, you, yeah. you name some, will I think? Uh, I would definitely, because I could never see them, I would definitely see Nirvana, Circa, oh god, I... I feel like I'd do 93 just to get the whole catalog. Um, that would be fucking amazing. Um, definitely fucking Def Leppard on the Hysteria Tour. Oh, my God. Round. Jesus Christ. Um, well, you know, I would go back to uh, whatever 2000 at uh, U of M and confirm that Young MC and Tone Loke and DJ Easy Rock and Rob Bass actually played that show there. Because <laughs> we were there, but I can't even confirm that ever happened. That's amazing, it's by like the way. It's like that show never happened. It's like there's nothing online. There should be, at the very least, something that confirms it happened. There is not. I'd need to go just to see that we weren't, like, dreaming that. I am going back, by the way, uh, the Def Leppard Hysteria Tour. <clears throat> yes. If you had seen them on the tour, it would have been at the Winnipeg Arena on June 17th, 1988. Nice. Uh, let's nice. see. Would you like me to tell you some of the songs? Can you guess? Yes, please. Well, um, we, we got Hysteria, obviously. So we got, let's see, set list. Stage Fright, Rock Rock Till You Drop. Yes. Women, Too yes. Late for Love, Hysteria. Track yes. six, Guitar Solo. Oh my God, yes. Gods of War, Die Hard yes. the Hunter, Bringing on the Heartbreak, 
Foolin' yes. animal, pour some yes, sugar on yes, me, yes, rock yes. of ages. Yes, yes, yes. And then they the fucking on there. and then they come back for the encore, photograph and fucking traveling band, credence cover. Oh fuck that! I just want I just want fucking photograph. So there you go, nineteen eighty eight. No rocket though. No rocket. Oh well, come on. I'd, I'd find a. I'd I'd have to have, I'd have to handpick the set list. I have to go through like. The optimal fucking one that, that gets, you know, you get Rocket in there and Animal and everything. Yeah, uh, that would have been a fucking great, great fucking tour. Yes. And, and in the old barn too, right? Of course. Oh, yeah. So if I, uh, a few other ones, well, you think I would definitely um, want to see uh, Parliament on uh, like the Mothership Connection tour. Yep. With the fucking, with the fucking spaceship on stage. That would be fucking amazing. Um, and uh, that, 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 I think that, that was the one I thought of. <laughs> Any other ones for you? <laughs> uh, there was one. All right, let's. I'm just going back to. Uh, yeah, I have a bunch. One. Uh, Parliament. Lots of shows in uh, the United States. I don't know if there were lots in Canada, and they don't really have a lot of. They don't have set list songs here. Just dates for a lot of these Parliament shows. Well, I think uh, if I went back in time, I could probably travel out somewhere. I'd bring some buckage with me and just go. Or like you know, I could get a sports book and bet on some sports. <laughs> right. It's all a great just sports make sure almanac. Old man doesn't steal it. Yeah. Uh, I would, uh, you know, Parliament would be a good one. I would like to see the police, obviously, in like yeah. 1981. Nice. 82, that would be a good thing. Uh, fucking Devo. Uh, yeah. That would be good, like, again, back in the back in the day. Um, yeah. Any of those kind of, like, you know, punk bands from, like, you know, 1977 through to, like, 82, 83. Again, yeah, I'm yeah. not a big punk fan, but just because it's such a kind of different kind of show yeah you go to cbgb's uh i would i would you know what honestly and then going all the way to the other side you know fucking obviously seeing like the bgs in the late 70s yes. or, or abba yes that would be fucking fantastic so you know i think that i would go back in time and i'd like to see uh everclear with nickelback opening oh my god because uh, because i hear that i didn't want to pick there was this kid rocking out so fucking hard <laughs> to, like, I can't even keep it up. I go back just to watch that kid fucking thrash in the balcony. You've never seen a child so happy. He was to see Nickelback. He was so time. happy to see Nickelback. So, and this is this is prior to their fucking uh, big breakout. Yes, they were. They were. They still. They were on. It was their second album, and they were. Uh, they they were pretty big in Canada. But this kid was fucking loving it. You know what? You don't. You haven't seen that like much pure joy. Uh, you don't you, see that very often. You know what I, I? You know what I thought of one more, and I'm going to go way, way the fuck out there with this one. Okay. But I'd say like you know early '60s Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like Shea Stadium. That. Yeah. That's '65, I think. That's, so that's 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 really that's underneath. I, I yeah, I'm going way underneath, but I would say that or like you know at the fucking Cavern Club, like. I don't. You know what? Honestly, if it was like one of those Shea Stadium, I don't think I could take it. I don't think I could take being in that crowd. I think I'd be too angry. Oh, yeah? Well, what? At Shea Stadium, just a bunch of screaming people? You wouldn't even be able to hear the music. Be <laughs> you'd be all, terrible. You'd be all the old man. Keep it down, kids. Keep it down, you two punk kids. Trying to listen to the rock and roll music. <laughs> all right. Uh, actually, you know what? I'd go back, I'd go back uh, and watch like uh, Mozart playing a, a show in fucking wherever the fuck. <laughs> Yeah, but all, whatever the fuck year. all those screaming teens, all loving the fucking <laughs> all the fucking music. Look at you! Oh my god! Fucking hey, that's classic. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So thank you, M. P. Show. 
What a great question. Um, I think this was a, a humdinger of an episode. I do too. Oof. What's that? Some Christmas strut for you. Uh, so there Depending you go. At, yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Holidays. It's probably more appropriate because um, the war on Christmas continues, and we are we are soldiers of the war on Christmas. And uh, so, yeah, I hope you uh, have some uh, some uh, good eats and treats and prezzies. So, uh, uh, yeah. So uh, we're not sure. We may take a week off. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we I may be in a position yep. to record right before, uh, right after the new year, but uh, we'll coordinate something. If not, we may take a week and put a classic episode up. But I can assure you that in 2018. Yes. There will be more fun and games starting in January, probably of the music video variety. Well, ever since that question, who was that question by? Uh, that was a question that came to us by uh, Don Hashish. That's right. Don Hashish with the great uh, the great suggestion of music videos, which, you know, I can't believe that someone thought of that before I did. Uh, so anyways, uh, if you're going to uh, get drunk or do drugs over the holidays, don't drive and be an asshole. Yep. And uh, other than that, fucking uh, be good and don't die. And uh, we'll see you in the new year. <laughs> we'll see you in the new year. Happy holidays. <laughs> Ready? Everybody in rap with me.